It's time for part two of our season preview, which means more predictions and the rest of our interview with Bears CEO, Debbie Watson. Welcome to your official Coventry Bears podcast. Welcome to Bear Necessities. Welcome to Bear Necessities, your official Coventry Bears podcast. You can find us every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and at CoventryBears.com. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson, and joining me as always is former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, more season previewing to be done this week. It's getting really close now, isn't it? It is, yeah. it's. Um, it, I can almost feel it now. I've got my Bears shirts at the ready and, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Great. So um, coming up on this week's show then, we have part two of our season preview interview with new Bears CEO Debbie Watson. We'll offer our thoughts on predictions on how the Bears will fare this year and we'll look ahead to this weekend's Challenge Cup third round match. But first, just a quick reminder that if you are or know of a Coventry or Warwickshire band or musician, then you should definitely either yourselves or get your friends to submit a song to be considered to be part of the match day playlist at the Bears home games and what everybody wants to be played on this podcast um full details are at coventrybears.com slash music definitely get on that we're very excited to be working with the club on that one um craig do you think it would be cheeky of me to submit my my own band for this or do you think i can get away with it no absolutely not go for it mate i'm you know I'm, I'm not just saying it you've um your band has put out a couple of really good singles recently so why not cool let's word and let everyone else hear how great they are that's good because technically i already have because i had to do it to test the form on the website so technically it's already there <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how we get on anyway so we're uh, coming up as i said it's the second half of our interview with uh, with bears ceo debbie watson but first craig and i are going to take a closer look at how we think the bears will do this season um so of course if you listen last week we looked at the rest of the league and if you've not listened to that yet then do go back and listen um this time we're focusing on the bears and a few things to cover we're going to pick three players that we're excited about we're going to make our prediction for top try scorer and we'll put our necks on the line and say where we think the bears will finish in betfred league one this season so let's kick off with our player choices we're doing three each so we may as well alternate back and forth um so craig give me your your first pick of a bears player you're you're keen to watch this season I've mentioned him quite a few times already on the show. Uh, seen him play a couple of times now and um, been very, very impressed. Um, it's got to be Brad Clavering. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a big second row, big, strong, fit, skillful, and um, and a kicker as it turns out as well. Um, Who'd have thought? He's come through. Yeah, you know, he's come through the whole academy. He's been in the whole KRs books. Um, I, I think he's going to be a real leader on the pitch and I think he'll make a huge difference, um, you know, out in second row. I think, um, you know, they're not suggesting that we were weak in that area in, in last year or the year before, but I think someone of his experience and ability will make a massive difference. Yeah, I agree massively. Um, 
So my first choice then is is Ryan Langton, and it's it's very much based on what we saw against the London Broncos in that preseason game last month. You know, one try, one assist, a hell of a lot of running and tackling. And I think, as you said after that game, Craig, he's he's an out and out loose forward, which is probably something we've missed the last couple of years. So yeah. he really does offer something different to what we've seen over the last couple of seasons. And you know, he's an England students international as well. He is real quality, and I think he's going to be a really top player for us this year. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing more of what we saw against the Broncos because he was very impressive that night. Um, okay then, Craig. So your second choice of your your top three Bears players. The second one is is someone who probably has a bit of um, you know he has he's got a lot to live up to um, having replaced um, Elliot Hall last year, and it's Nathan Hall at uh, at fullback. I mean Elliot Hall out of an amazing season last year, 17 tries, um, has moved to Workington. Um, but in the in the bits that I've seen so far, um, Nathan Hill looks absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, he looks really sharp, um, good runner, um, can beat players. He looks um, solid under everything that's thrown at him so far. Um, he's a different type of player to Elliot. I would... Um, I would say potentially um, a more rounded player, as in there's there's probably more to his game than Elliot. I'm not, you know, I think Elliot was fat, very very quick and very and, and quite deceptively strong. But I think Nathan offers something different. I think he'll um, he'll be a really good player for the Bears. I think um, you know he's got that bit of guile and 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 um, he'll be able to create stuff. And, and I'm really excited to see what he does when he comes running into the line as well. Yeah, and just back from a season in Australia as well, so that will have set him up well. Um, so next up for me, then my second choice is Peter Ryan. So he is obviously long-time listeners will know he's a favourite of this show, and after that tackle on Fui Fui on his debut, he's basically a club legend. Um, and all of that, I guess, made the fact that he struggled quite a bit with injury last season really frustrating for just everyone. But, you know, he seems ready for 2020. And I think yeah. when we saw him against the Broncos, he looks in better shape than, frankly, we've ever seen him. You know, he is he is incredibly strong. He's a leader on the pitch. He's also an international with Ireland students. And he's still really young as well. I think, you know, if he stays healthy this year, yeah, I think we really could see him start to just rip up trees in this league. And I think he's going to be a, a massive player for the Bears in terms of carrying the ball, but also defensively. Just... He just sets the standard, like none shall pass through the middle of this pitch when Peter Ryan is on it. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, fingers crossed he, he stays injury free this season. Cause I think if he does, he's going to be massive for us. Um, so Craig, then your, your third and final choice from these players that we're picking. Yeah. And it's another new player and, and it's no disrespect at all to, to any of the existing players, but I think, when I was thinking of players that I'm most excited to see this year, it's it's got to be um, the newer players and see what they offer, particularly um, in the three positions that I've picked as well, because I think um, those are key positions for the Bears. And the third choice is, is Chris Collymore. Um, he's come in from Keithley. I think Nathan Conroy was excellent for us last year. Um, I think, in, in all honesty, I think we've never really had top, top hooker at playing in, in League One for the Bears. Um, Nathan Conroy was as close as you can get. I think he was, as I said, he was fantastic. Um, but Cullimore definitely looks genuinely good. Um, his attitude is brilliant as well. You can see what, what he offers to the team in terms of leadership. Um, 
you know, that'll rub off on the other players. I think his um, his his all round game is fantastic, and he, he's been captain in the two uh, in in the last couple of friendlies. Um, we'll have to see if that's the case going forward into the league, but um, he looks a really really good player, a real top talent. Yeah, backed on that definitely. Um, so my final choice then, and it's actually a trio of forwards, which is most unusual for me because I usually yeah. pick the uh, the glamorous ones who are scoring the tries out on the wings. But um, yeah, I'm I'm picking Darius Hamilton for my third choice. So he is a Midlands guy that the club have pretty much plucked out of nowhere slash Iraq. When you, when you look at his background, you know, he's, he's been, he's been serving out in Iraq with the, with the British army, but he is a Midlands guy. Um, and let's be honest, we still don't know that much about him. So I think Darius, if, if you are listening, you're going to have to come on the show and tell us your story a bit because we're fascinated to find out more. But I mean, anyone who saw him play in pre-season, um, they know that he is something special. And I think when you chat, what's interesting is when you chat to um, Bears director of rugby, Alan Robinson, which you and I are fortunate enough to do quite frequently, it's always Darius's name that comes up time and time again about who he's excited about this season. You know, he's definitely got the boomer seal of approval. Um, And I don't want to jinx things on him and I don't want to put undue pressure on him. Um, But it feels like we may have unearthed a bit of a gem there and I'm really excited to see how he does this season. I guess I'm, I'm expecting that we'll probably, he'll probably increase the amount of game time incrementally as we get into the season, but he made a real impact against the Broncos and yeah, very excited to see what he does week in, week out at this level, I think. Yeah, I think, um, one thing that I think we'll, we'll definitely need this year is impact off the bench and, um, whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench, he'll definitely have an impact and, I think um, him alongside. There's quite a few other players in the pack now that can that have real impact. You know, they don't take any steps backwards. They they're they're forwards all day long. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to. I think you know this is something that I love about the Bears is that there's a number of players that have come through the Bears system and into the first team who would not have had an opportunity to play rugby league. And people like Darius Hamilton, a Birmingham lad, he's got the opportunity. Um, you know, there's other players Hayden Freeman Peter Ryan you know there's quite a few players in the Bears in the Bears setup now who who almost certainly would not have ended up playing rugby league they probably would have played rugby union or other sports so um, it's really exciting for me to see players like him come through and I really hope he can hold his own in League One. Yeah, definitely. Okay then, so so now we'll uh, we'll make our predictions for top try scorer and where we think the Bears will finish in the league. So Craig, let's have your top try scorer first. Who do you reckon is going to be at top of the pops come September? Um, there was quite a few different people in the frame, I think. Uh, I think probably a different style of play means that, um, you know, s- some of the forwards might get in on the act, perhaps the second rows. But um, I'm, I'm going to stick with someone who um, I have a lot of faith in um, as a player. Um, he was top try scorer for us in 2018. He was, I think it was, he was top try scorer in 2017 as well. And that's Hayden Freeman, you know, an- another lad from, from the Midlands based in Birmingham. Um, he's the all-time top, top try scorer for the Bears, and um, he—I um, wouldn't say la- last season he didn't end up top try scorer, mainly because he he moved into the centres on occasion, um, to, particularly towards the end of the season when he had a number of injuries. But um, you know, I think he'll be really on fire this year. I think um, the way that the Bears will be playing this year will, will set a platform for him, and I, I'm excited to see what he does. 
Yeah, I like you, I am really excited about our backs this year. And I think with that amazing pitch at the butts under their feet, like any of the back three could well end up topping the try scorers list. I think my choice, I'm going for the guy on the other wing. I'm going for Reese Rance to just edge it in 2020. I think him becoming a Ghana international in the off season seems to have really just reignited his passion for what he does. And I thought, I know only basing this on the game against the Broncos, but he looked really sharp there and we we talked after that game about there was a couple of breaks there that were inches away from him just tearing away and scoring and he seems to have got a really good understanding with Kadeem Williams as well um, and you know we, when we've seen the best of Reese Rance has usually been when he's, he's been outside a, a centre that he really clicks with it's obviously been um, Campius Paul last couple of seasons but you know Kadeem can offer him that platform and that ball as well and I think give Reese the ball with a bit of space to run into and he's just going to rip teams apart so yeah I, I mean I I'd be happy with both of them battling it out week in, week out to try and get on the top try scorers list. Cause I think Reese on, on that pitch is gonna he's gonna love it on a on a nice warm day, warm dry day on the on the four G pitch. He'll absolutely kill it. Um, you know, is, there's no doubt he's one of the fastest players in the league. So I think, yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think he's. He's in for a good season. Yeah. And we need to get him on the show to talk about being a Ghana international. We should make that happen at some point. Anyway, uh, last prediction then, Craig. Um, and I guess this is the, the one where we really stick our neck out. So where do you think the Bears are going to finish in Betfred League One this season? Um, you know me. I'm an <laughs> optimistic about the Bears. Um, there has been a lot of change uh, in, in, you know, in, in between last season and this season. I think um, you know any anyone looking from the outside might think it's a season of transition, but I'm quite excited about the players that we've signed, and I'm quite excited about the the new cultures around in, in the club. So um, I'm going to go for an optimistic sixth place and, and squeezing into the playoffs. Um, if we could do that, it'd be amazing. I mean, I, I, I can, you know it would be fantastic to get in the playoffs. Um, it'd be great to get some some more wins under our belt, particularly against some of the, the, the tougher teams in the league. And um, I'm I'm all in for a, to, to being optimistic and having a great season. Good, good. I mean, I, I as long time listeners know, I am also as optimistic as you are about the Bears. For me, with my pre- I've tried to try to rein myself in a little bit on my prediction. So I've grudgingly, and it is grudgingly, gone for eighth as my pick now. I'll give you my logic for that. So my heart, and to be honest, a big part of my head is saying there's no reason why this Bears side couldn't finish sixth, as you suggested, or even fifth, you know, if we have a really good run. My main worry is that so many of the other clubs in this league, uh, we already know that they've they've got bigger resources than the Bears. You know, they're, they're more geographically positioned to, to sort of snap up players who might become available. And I just worry they're going to squeeze us out, particularly... I think that a number of teams are going to be looking at League One this year and thinking, okay, next year, potentially New York with a bit of money behind them, Ottawa with a bit of money behind them, Belgrade with potentially a bit of money behind them. You know, this is the year to get out. Otherwise, we might well be stuck here for another three or four seasons. And I I just can't help but feel like there's going to be some teams who we might normally look at and think yeah on our day we could we could edge them they might just they might just spend a bit more to to try and get out so I'm going to be conservative and say eighth um I have also tried to to think who are, who we're going to finish above I think I I, I 
fairly confident that we're going to finish above West Wales and London Scholars. And then when I realised they got eighth and that meant a, th- a third team to finish below the Bears, um, it got me wondering who it would be. So I've actually gone for a sort of left, a bit of a left field pick for who I, who else I think will will edge in the league table. And I just, I just have a feeling we're going to have a better year than Hunslet this year. I don't know why, um, and I'm sure that will come back to bite me. But <laughs> right now, as as is as is the you know the, the sort of the freedom of preseason, I, I've just got a feeling. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going for eighth. Um, and Craig, you've gone for six. So I guess overall we've gone for seventh, which, which we'd both be delighted with. But obviously, uh, again, in the playoffs would be amazing. Um, but those are our choices. What do you think? Listeners do let us know on social media. Um, let's have your predictions for league position and top try scorer and players that you're excited about. All of those things. Um, and while you're thinking about your predictions, let's now play the second half of our interview with new Bez CEO, Debbie Watson. So if you've not listened to last week's show yet, I'd suggest pausing this one here now going back listening to that and then coming back to this episode it'll just make a lot more sense if you do um but anyway here's part two of our chat with debbie so let's let's um pull back a little bit and look more closely at this season i mean craig and i are pretty excited about how things are shaping up on the field based on what we've seen so far how are you feeling about the the prospects of the team this year yeah, I mean, it's you know a new year and a new season is always really exciting. Um, I think what Alan's really focused on in the, at the minute is it's almost like a new era for us with you know Tom moving on and um, Alan moving over to become director of rugby. Myself as CEO, it's all changed really. We've had a, a few players have left us as well, some core players who we've we've had for years and years. So it really is a new beginning for us. So it is it's, it's obviously very exciting. It's great that Alan can now go back and do what he loves which is focused much more on the rugby side of things he's really enjoying you know being stuck in and involved there and I suppose it gives me more clarity on what his role is and what my role is mm. but yeah there's lots of new things happening in 2020 and and it's it's exciting yeah, yeah. I- are there any new players in particular that you're excited about having, having oh, seen knew, a few of them? I knew you'd ask me that. <laughs> you know me, Dave. I'm so, on a game day, I am so busy doing pretty much everything, running the gates and hospitality and organising the staff and volunteers. Yeah. I don't really get too much of a look of what's actually going on in the field. I have been up to training a couple of times at our lovely, fantastic new facility that we're training at Warwick, um, Warwick School in, uh, over in Warwick, which is amazing. I've been up there a couple of times and seen them training. I believe that the, the ones to watch are Nathan Hill. Mm-hmm. who's uh, a new player who's just returned after a season in Australia. Alan says he's amazing. He's um, all guns blazing. Um, Will Tully, tall, athletic, really fit, really good ball carrier. Alan's talked as well about Darius Hamilton, who's mm-hmm. a local lad from Birmingham. He's um, a prop. He says that he's going to turn a few heads. But, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, on the whole, they all look really fantastic and exciting players, but I'm not the person to ask about the playing side, I'm afraid. Well, it's a good job you've got a nice podcast to listen to to catch up after a game, isn't this, it? Well, this <laughs> is it. Yes, I can learn all about it from there. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I guess I guess I already know the answer to this from what you said earlier, but I was just curious in terms of the overlap of your role with, with Alan's role around goal setting. Are you involved in any of the target setting and the goal setting? for what happens on the pitch or, or is that solely in in the the responsibility of the coaching staff and you're just looking at the business side 
Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some overlap there, um, but pretty much, you know, the first thing that you said, really, it's the coaching staff Mm -hmm. who are really focused on what goes on on the pitch. Um, As I'm sure you know as well, we've got a whole new structure of coaching staff. Mm -hmm. We've got, obviously, uh, Richard Squires, and I think um, there's... Is it Ben Winkup who's joining Alan as well? Mm-hmm. On the coaching side, we've got a new doctor and a new physio. So we've got a whole new coaching uh, team there. So I, Alan is sort of, you know, with them often and, and managing them and making sure that everyone's focused. So I don't really have too much to do with that. But obviously, there is a link with finances. As people know, our players get paid to play. Um, so we set a budget around, you know, how much we think they're going to be paid throughout the year, how many wins, how many losses we think we're going to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, of course, there is a, a link there with the, the target setting. Yeah. Just to sort of mention, I know Alan says it often as well, but from a financial point of view, we've, we're a, a club that always, you know, washes our face. We've never borrowed any money. We are, we're not in debt and we don't plan to get in debt. So, of course, you know, what goes on on the field has to have an implication onto our budget as well. Um, But we've got that all in hand this year. Um, We're hoping, obviously, and aspiring (laughs) to get many more wins. We're hoping to be in the top half of the table, fighting for a spot in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And we've budgeted for that accordingly. So, yeah, fingers crossed that um, our fantastic new team of players and our coaching and medical staff can uh, get us there for an exciting 2020. Yeah, well, that kind of answers my next. Um, my next question was going to be, what would a successful 2020 look like for you as, yeah. as CEO? So I guess that's that's the on the pitch side. And is there anything in particular you want to achieve on the on the the business side this year? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, like you say, uh, you know, within on the playing side, we we want to be competitive. We had some great games last year. We had some great wins last year. Some you know maybe almost unexpected wins. So we do want to we want to do that again, and we want to capitalise and grow on that. Um, so at the very least, we want to be uh, winning all the, the sort of local opposition teams consistently, home and away, and mm-hmm. the expansion clubs. Um, and we want to be competitive against, you know, Newcastle, Workington, those, the, you know, the clubs that we were last year. We want to be competitive against them. Um, I suppose off the field, the, the main target that we want to achieve in 2020 is to capitalise on our lovely new facility back at the Butts Park Arena. Mm. We want to um, grow the home game, really, make sure that the home game experience is as good as it can be, not just for the players, but, you know, for the fans as well. We want them to enjoy the facilities. We want to get more people to home games. We want to win our home games. We want to put on a good performance for them. And that's what we want to grow. And obviously that will help us grow as a club. The more people who come to watch games, the more finance there will be, which is the more we can pay the players and improve in their health and fitness and their competitiveness, which means that we can be pushing for um, a place in the playoffs. Um, I suppose we also want you know, to grow our juniors. Yeah. So our junior setup starts probably around April or May time, and we want to. It was really successful last year. It was absolutely fantastic. We had well over a hundred kids playing every single week and um, coming to our junior setup on a Friday evening. So we want to grow that and have some closer links so that those people, uh, those juniors, and their families are coming along to a game day um, and having some closer links with the playing side there, being able to see the professional game played in the city, which will then be aspirational for them mm. for that player pathway. So that's that's what a successful 2020 would look for us. Um, bigger, 
bigger crowds at home games and um, growing our juniors. Brilliant. So I really appreciate you taking the time to join me for this chat. Just before I let you go, a couple of um, couple of questions I just had to ask because they're sort of exciting things on the horizon, both for the City and, and for League One. So first of all, there's obviously a World Cup game coming to the Rico to Coventry in yeah. 2021. And I know this is a massive question to ask. So this is very much a sort of off the top of your head but what sort of impact could that have on rugby league in in the midlands and on the bears as well yeah well and like you say it's a massive question it could be huge and that's what we really hope it's going to be we're working with the Coventry city council and we're working with uh, the rico arena and obviously the rfl we've got a new relationship one of our sponsors this year is with go cv and um, we're hoping that we can build up um, these relationships so that when the, the game comes to the Rico Arena in 2021, which isn't that far away, no. you know, it's just a little, little over, you know, a year away when the game will actually be here. And we're hoping to build up that traction within the city and beyond. What we want is that people will come to the Rico Arena to watch you know, the World Cup game, and they will see alongside that that the Bears is the local professional rugby league team. Um, and we want them to come along and, and give our games uh, a go. But to do that, we've got to be winning. We've got to be competitive. We've got to have some good brand recognition there. And we've got to make sure that when those people do come and look at the Bears, these new curious people in and around Coventry area, that they have a good game day experience. And that's really important for us. Alan and I have always got these great ideas about what we can do on a game day um, and how I can make things better. But unfortunately, it's, it's Alan and I, and we just don't have enough people to execute all our great ideas. Um, so I suppose this is a bit of a, a shout out, really. You know, we're always after volunteers, game day, uh, match day volunteers in any capacity for any amount of time. You know, people think that there's something that they could offer, whether it's, you know, just helping out on the game a bit of coordination, a bit of running around, helping us on or off the field, that would be fantastic. That would then make it a better game day for everybody. And then, like we say, when the World Cup comes to town, we can say, look, you know, hi, look at us over here. We're a local professional rugby league team playing rugby league on behalf of the city you know and we've got this amazing facility. Come and, come and you know, join the Bears. Mm. It's fantastic for us. And the other exciting thing is the potential expansion of League One in the coming years. I mean, there's there's nothing been confirmed yet, but, you know, talk of Ottawa, New York, Belgrade, yeah, Valencia. It's all, all on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, it's all very exciting from a fan's point of view, all really exciting. And, you know, those fans who were lucky enough to go to Toronto a couple of years ago and have done Toulouse and all of that. It's a, it's a great chance to sort of, sort of see a bit more of the world and still be connected to Rugby League. Is that... Is that as equally as exciting a prospect for the club as well, or or or, or yeah, does it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, it, it doesn't matter who it is or, or where they are. Um, new uh, clubs forming and new clubs being becoming part of League One is fantastic for us. It's exciting. It's a new opposition, and uh, you know, it's brilliant opportunity for players to play against other people but of course you know when we went to Toronto a couple of years ago I was lucky enough to go along it was an amazing experience for the staff for the players um, and even for the fans who travelled with us it was absolutely amazing what it does is it helps people see the potential of rugby league it will also say to people 
people in and around Coventry and the Midlands that Rugby League is expanding and then they can look to us because we are or were an expansion club and they can see how successful expansion clubs can be. It's, as you guys know, it's it's traditionally a very northern, northern England sport and by having all these exciting um, prospects of trips to Ottawa and indeed New York, maybe having New York coming over and playing at the Putts Park Arena. Mm. Can you imagine that? Yeah. It's, you know, it's fantastic. It's really exciting. It's really exciting for fans. It's really exciting for players, and I mean, you know, I'm not going to say no to a trip to uh, New York. I'll be first in the queue there. I don't mind coordinating um, <laughs> all the flight details like I did last time for a nice trip to uh, New York or Ottawa. Brilliant. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I guess You're last, welcome. last, last, last question. Obviously, this is we're, we're we're previewing the season at the moment. What would your message be to to Bears fans ahead of the 2020 season? Oh, yeah, fantastic. Um, just to keep with us, you know, as I say, those are, those fans that came along with us last year on the road, we really appreciate them sticking with us. Um, come back, come come to the Burt's Park Arena, bring along your friends and family um, and enjoy the game day experience. And, you know, as I've said previously, we are a small family-run club. We need volunteers, we need help, um, we need experience. But we're always, always happy to get feedback from fans so if you've got ideas suggestions um you know want to get involved please you know come and talk to us on a game day or you know drop us an email or a text message another time and 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 let us know what we can do to improve that game day experience 2020 is going to be another um great season for the bears beginning of a new era as alan keeps saying with a new squad and new players and um a new coaching staff and uh, what we want is lots and lots of new fans and old fans to come back to the Butts Park Arena and join us on that journey. And hopefully we can make 2020 the best season yet. Yeah, fingers crossed. Would Debbie, fingers crossed, yeah. good luck for the new season and, and thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, thanks very much for your time too. Thank you, Dave. Help out the Bears even more in 2020 by joining the free Our League app. Not only will you get access to great news and content from across Rugby League all week, that's League One, Championship, Super League, the Women's Super League, PDRL and the international scene, you'll also find matches live streamed every weekend, podcasts, competitions, games and more. And even better, you can select the Coventry Bears as your chosen team to proudly show off your support for our club. We'd also really appreciate it if you did select the Bears as your team, as there's a chance that some of our funding could be dependent on how many registered fans we have on our league in the future. So, the more, the merrier. Join now for free by searching for the Our League app in your app store, or by visiting membership.rugby-league.com. Once again, huge thanks to Bears CEO Debbie Watson for joining us. I think she's offered us plenty there to get excited about. And if that interview has inspired you to come forward as a volunteer for the club, then please do get in touch as you will be most welcome. Right before we leave, we've got a match to talk about quickly. Uh, this weekend, the Bears are off to the South Leeds Stadium for a Challenge Cup third round tie away to fellow League One side Hunslet. Craig, we talked last week how it's not the kindest of draws for the Bears, but it is going to be a good test ahead of the start of the league season the week after. And there's no pressure on the Bears in this one, is there? They're very much the underdogs going into this game. They are. Um, I think uh, not many people will be expecting them to get a result. Although we've, we've over the years, um, 
we've, I mean, we've beaten Hunslet. Mm-hmm. We've had some ding dong battles with them. You know, we've we've had some real, um, real good games against them, um, and we've always usually managed to get some decent number of points on board. So I think it'll be it'll be a relatively um, close game. I think I think the Bears are certainly in with a shout, and it'll be a good chance to check the progress of this this young squad that the Bears have got this year. Um, Hunza will be confident. Um, they've made a couple of good signings, including. Um, Nathan Conroy, who who was so excellent for the Bears last year, um, Jack Ray as well, who was who came on dual reg to the Bears last year. So the, those are two very good signings for them. Um, they'll be looking to, you know, they're building that club um, up, and they're, they, you know, as I said, it's um, they've got a really nice little ground there, um, good facilities. So um, it'll be it'll be certainly a test for the Bears, but. It, it's a good test to have, um, you know, before the seasons, before the league season starts. Mm, I think that that battle of the hookers, like Collymore on the Bears side yeah. and Conroy on Hunter's side, could be a fascinating battle. Particularly as, you know, it's it's you're potentially not going to be the best uh, time of year for lots of running rugby. The ground might be a bit soft underfoot, despite how how good the facilities are at Hunter's. So you feel like there's going to be a lot of slugging through the middle and the Bears have strengthened their pack this year. Hunslet always have a good pack and have, and have added weight yeah. to it. So like you say, it's, it's, um, it should be a bit of a ding dong battle, but also that, that physical test against a fellow league one side right before the, the season starts. I think it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a useful exercise if nothing else. And obviously we want to see the Bears go all the way to Wembley. Um, but it is it is going to be a, a, a tough outing, but it should teach that young Bears side quite a lot and give them, hopefully will give the coaching staff even more things to ponder as we go into Rochdale the week after. So um, That's a good point about um, Conroy and Collymore, I think, have both they both played for Keithley, didn't they? So yes. they both will know a lot about each other's games. So that will certainly be an interesting battle. Definitely. Um, in, in the middle, I would have said. Um, interesting about the pack as well. I think um, Hansa obviously will will have a strong pack, but this will be a big test for the Bears pack to see see what they're like this season and, and see what see how preseason has prepared them for, for the season ahead. Yeah, definitely. So we should we should probably make predictions, and you know we're both the eternal optimists when it comes to the Bears side of things. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm almost certain you're going to predict a close Bears victory, and I'm going to do the same. So I reckon let's let's have some magic of the cup and the Bears to win by a score, and that score coming in the last seven minutes. That's what I'm going to go for. In um, I'm thinking a bit of a ding dong battle, um, twenty points apiece. Um, tries for the Bears in the last five minutes. Yeah, you know, we've got to be optimistic of a Bears win, haven't we? Um, and um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good game. It'll be an interesting one for spectators, and um, you know, I'd urge any Bears fans looking to um, to catch an away game early on to go and have a look. Definitely. Well, we'll see how the Bears get on this weekend, and we'll be back here next week to bring you the reaction from it and to preview the first game of the new Betfred League One season. It's all getting very real now. Thanks as always for listening. Do subscribe so you don't miss a beat and maybe tell a friend about the show too. And Craig, thanks to you as ever, and I will catch you next week. Yes, thanks very much, mate.